You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's bring in a third or a fourth party, I suppose, to talk about this, among other things, because truly there are more important things on the roster today. Uh, Joe Gillio, he is the co-host of BetShield Daily, immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. <sighs> Joe G, do you find this hilarious or do you think this is a non-story? Yeah, I think hilarious is a strong word for this. I, I heard what Jake said a couple of seconds ago. Like, this happens all the time. Like, this isn't a big deal anymore whatever. There's a million Starbucks order, orders a week or whatever it is, probably more than that, and they get some names wrong. Yeah, I think hilarious is a very strong word for something that happens, you know, literally every day. I just think that it's funny that it's Kirk Cousins, and it seems very on brand for his uh, dad-like sense of humor. No offense, to dads but while we're on the topic of nfl looking at the mvp odds there's some juicy looking dark horses and usually i feel like you're pretty good at finding value in some of these things who do you like for mvp next year do you think it's too early to tell are you putting any money on this so it's never too early to to, to put some money on the nfl i mean futures super bowl odds I, i think it's all really interesting as soon as one season ends close to the other now now i think there's two ways to look at this one um, it, will it be the veteran quarterback established greatness that we know about, right? Like the Patrick Mahomes, the Aaron Rodgers again. Those guys could certainly win. But the other fun way to look at it is to try to find the young quarterback that's going to pop. Now, Aaron Rodgers has, has won the last couple MVPs, but before that, that was the trend, right? The second-year quarterback that kind of, you know, yeah, he was pretty good as a rookie, and then boom, he just pops into his second year and, and becomes the MVP of the league. So, if you look there, there's an interesting group, obviously, because we had five first-round pick quarterbacks this season, none of which were overwhelming. Mac Jones was the best, but you know, I, I think we kind of see some limited athleticism, and his numbers probably won't be MVP-ish. But you look, guys like Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, um, Zach Wilson all struggled. I, I think one will probably pop if you could find the needle in the haystack to try to you know, find your Lamar Jackson of 2022. Uh, if I had to pick of those three, I think I like Justin Fields the best to, to pop and, and kind of bounce back in his second year. But the other one, the uh, market to consider, guys, is if you could guess which, where this quarterback carousel is going to land, you could probably find a player today that the value isn't great. Let's just use Russell Wilson for an example. I mean, Russell Wilson is still a top 10 quarterback. Now, is he, is he training more towards 10 than 5? I think so. But there's probably still some good years left in there. I, I think his numbers this year were skewed by – the finger injury that he had, if he finds himself to a good situation in a trade, um, I, I would not be surprised if Russell Wilson is in the playoffs and wins 11 or 12 games, and we're talking about him for an MVP. We're talking to Joe Giglio, co-host of BetQL Daily, right after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Joe, I am stunned 
nay, speechless, because I expected <laughs> to hear Jalen Hurts at 40 to 1. What's going on? Well, listen, I mean, Jenks, will I have a, a, a couple bucks on that before the season starts? Of course I will. Um, I, I think it's interesting what Hurts. Uh, there's a lot of debate still in Philadelphia whether or not the Eagles are going to use their three first-round picks to try to upgrade, take a big swing at quarterback, or build around Hurts. I think it would make more sense to build a team uh, and continue to give Hurts a chance to develop. The interesting part about him, and, and if he takes a leap next year, is he has not had the same offensive coordinator in back-to-back seasons since he left high school. You know, Alabama always shuffled through guys because they would get promotions or bigger jobs or their own gig. Then he went to Lincoln Riley for a year, Doug Peterson for a year, Nick Sirianni now this past year. So assuming status quo remains in Philadelphia, I, I do think there's, um, there's a chance for him to take a leap just with his knowledge of the offense and, and another year in it because he really has never had this since leaving high school. But 40-1, to 1? yeah, you've got me intrigued, Jenks. I might, I might jump on that when we, we end this phone call. All right. Ooh, shocking. And I will say the Eagles <laughs> do play one of the easier schedules in the NFL, but the other caveat is usually the team has to be pretty good. So those bets usually go hand in hand. We're talking with Joe Giglio on the Roman guest line. He's the co-host of BetQL Daily immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evening. So we've got to talk about the Sixers because now everybody's thinking that they're one of the favorites to win the NBA title. But we've seen this. You can't just throw in personalities and throw in players and immediately things are going to work. So what do you expect from the Sixers when James Harden returns to the lineup and the first few weeks when he gets there, do you think it's going to be a smooth transition or do you think it's going to take a couple of weeks? It's going to take a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I think back to a couple of years ago, the Sixers made two pretty significant trades in the season and Brett Brown was coaching them at that time. And he said, you know, it's like, it's like starting with a new team when you do this, you know, first they traded for Jimmy Butler, then they traded for Tobias Harris. And by the playoffs, they, they looked pretty dangerous. They ended up losing in seven games to the Toronto Raptors in the second round of the year, the Raptors won it all. But, it took them time. And my worry here is for, for this year and this particular Sixers team is that James Harden still isn't fully healthy. I'm not really sure what's going on. I mean, he said he was felt great the other day during his introductory press conference. Yet he's not going to play. Um, he didn't play Tuesday. He's not playing tonight. And the Sixers don't play again until next Friday after the All-Star break. So, I mean, we're looking at three full weeks without him on the court. So that tells me there's something going on here. Maybe this is just him getting back in shape because he spent too much time in Las Vegas uh, instead of with his Nets teammates over the past couple weeks. I don't know what's going on, but he, he certainly is going to miss time. And that only gives the Sixers, I believe, about 25 games or so, um, you know, post-All-Star break to get this, this flow going together with everybody. I think Harden and, and Beach also will, will mesh very well. I think their games will play off each other well. It's the other guys, you know, trying to figure out their new roles in this offense because the two – great players in the Sixers now, they have high usage rates. So I could see the other Sixers like just standing around waiting for their chance to get the basketball. I do think it'll take the time, probably right up to the playoffs to find themselves. Joe, when you look at Joel Embiid, MVP odds right now at BetMGM, and certainly he is the favorite with the way he's played this season. Right now, I'm looking as we speak, trying to find it, and he is plus 150. So he's leading the charge with Nikola Jokic right behind him at plus 350 and Giannis at plus 375. Is all of the value gone now on Joel Embiid to win most valuable player? Totally. I, I, for anyone listening to us right now, uh, you know, thinking maybe this is the time to jump in on the NBA MVP, 
I think Joel is a bad bet at this moment, not because he's not a great player, not because he's not having a great season. He is, and he could win the MVP. But, but two things that I think are working against Joel at this moment. One, you just said the value sucked out, right? This, this was 40 to 1 around Christmas time. It's amazing how this has changed. And two, here comes James Harden to take a lot, the ball away from him a lot of the time. And I'm sure Harden's going to have some of those nights here and there where he has 35 and 10 and 8, and Joel is more of the secondary option, and his numbers just naturally go down. So I think you add those two things in, I always have to consider Joel Embiid's, um, you know, his physical ability to stay throughout a whole season. I won't be surprised if he's nicked up at all in March or April if they give him time off. I don't think the, the Sixers are worried about seeding. They just need to get themselves healthy for the playoffs and have some continuity. So you add those two things up. I, I like Jokic and Giannis right now as, as better bets on the board. So let's talk about the flip side of that trade and Ben Simmons going to the Nets. How do you think his role changes with the Nets? Because obviously he's a guy that needs to be in a very specific role in order for him to be happy and in order for him to really be a big part of that team. And looking at the Nets odds, they're still one of the favorites to win it all, but probably the short or the longest odds we've seen in a long time. Do you think this is a buy low spot on the Nets or do you think that they do not deserve to be in the favorites conversation? Yeah, I, it's, a, it's a great question, yes, because last week I, would, I, I was like laughing to myself because they were still the favorite in the East at one point right after the trade. I'm like, well, let's just really think about this for a second. You have a player that right now in Kyrie Irving is a part-time player. He's not allowed to play home games in New York City. You have Kevin Durant who is hurt and has had a lot of injuries now over the past couple of years. It, it's hard to, to feel great about his health fully throughout the postseason. And then you have Ben Simmons who hasn't played since passing up a dunk last June uh, in the Eastern Conference semifinals and, and obviously has a lot going on to try to find himself. And I'm like, wait, these are the three best players on the team that's the favorite? So I, I thought it was crazy. Now as the odds move, there's probably going to be some value there, if not right now. Chelsea, as far as Ben goes, this is on him. I mean, it, it's always been on him. I think there is a path if he accepts his role as the number three guy, as a defender, as a facilitator, as someone on offense who probably has to stand in the dunker spot and cannot hold the basketball and be the point guard you know, throughout the whole possession, I think he could thrive. I, I think there's you – know, you could probably make the comparison to Draymond Green you know, next to Clay Thompson and, and Seth Curry. He could, he could fill that role on offense for, for the Nets the way Green has for so many years in Golden State, but he never wanted to do that in Philadelphia. He wanted to be the man. He wanted the ball in his hand. But the problem is when you have the ball in your hands and you won't shoot, Back off, and if you're afraid to go to the free throw line, they'll just foul you. So this is all on Ben. I, I could see this working out for him in the Nets, but he's got to accept who he is at this point of his career. He is a skilled player, but he's not a true point guard, and he never wanted to accept that in Philadelphia. Joe, before we let you go, what team in the NBA, either by virtue of making a move or standing pat, do you think can make a run? Maybe a team not like the Suns or the Bucks, someone that we're not really talking about a whole lot right now. Yeah, I think the Celtics are interesting. I like the trade for Derek White. Obviously, they lost last night to the Pistons in, in a pretty big upset. But I watched it with Philadelphia a couple nights ago just destroy the Sixers. And I look at this Celtics team. They're the most under-the-radar team in a really good Eastern Conference. They're playing well. They play real defense. They have two guys that could drop 25 any night in Jalen Brown or, um, obviously, Jason Tatum. And you look at them. I, I think they're flying under the radar in the Eastern Conference. If they, if they avoid that play-in, and they're one of the top six teams, I think they're going to be difficult out for whoever they play in the first round. I, I think Boston has some value here. And looking at the Sixers after that 
horrendous blowout. They do play the Bucks tonight, so a nice spot for a bounce bot bounce back statement win if they can do it. He is Joe Giglio. He is the co-host of BetQL Daily. Joining us on the Roman guest line, and you can hear him every weekday on WIP in Philadelphia as well. You can find him on Twitter at Joe Giglio Sports. Joe, thanks for waking up. You got it, guys. Today. Talk next week. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.